Miami Beach is calling your name to the biggest ETF industry event of the year, Exchange. Exchange is engineered to deliver high value by providing a space to learn, interact, and network with the most influential thought leaders in the industry, built with financial advisors, not just for them. Go to exchangeetf.com to register and enter EOTW for 50% off your registration. Again, that's exchangeetf.com and apply the discount code EOTW. See you in February. Let's talk about investing with exchange-traded funds. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get to hear the latest from ETFtrends.com Chief Executive Officer Tom Lydon. Tom, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF of the week is... The Columbia Multi-Sector Municipal Income ETF, ticker symbol M-U-S-T, MUST. Must, as in we must talk about this and people who are looking for municipal income must at least consider whether this is a viable alternative. It is the Columbia Multi-Sector Municipal Income ETF. Why this fund now? We've talked a lot about fixed income, Chuck. You know, the strategies around inflation after 30 years of declining rates, trying to chase yield for client portfolios has been very, very challenging as well. But rather than just looking at, for example, the traditional ag index, which is mostly treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, it's important to point out that municipals are not a part of that. And for many investors who are in a higher tax bracket, who are looking for tax-free yield, this is definitely something that to discuss, and we haven't talked about it in a while. Well, munis are an interesting story because everybody hears, oh, you can't keep up with inflation when it comes to bond returns. But munis, when it comes to a total return basis, have been doing pretty well. So how do you want to play this kind of fund in this kind of inflationary environment? Well, munis too can be affected by higher rates. We know that, Chuck, but they're not as susceptible as traditional treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. With that being said, it's also important to diversify. So if you've got taxable accounts and you tend to be in a higher income tax bracket, it makes a lot of sense. On top of that, it's important to point out that as we exit COVID, and we're, it doesn't appear we're going to get rid of COVID forever, but the municipalities involved are actually in pretty good shape, whether that's states or cities or airports or local general obligations. Across the landscape in the municipal area, they're actually doing pretty well and actually have competitive yields, especially if you look at the 10-year treasury. It's also worth noting, you know, you and I frequently are talking about new funds. This fund has been around for a couple of years. In fact, it's been around long enough to get a star rating from Morningstar. And while you and I have talked about how stars are not the be-all, end-all by any stretch of the imagination, it's not bad to see a mutual fund and an ETF, in this case, that comes out, basically builds a three-year track record and gets five stars. So on a risk-adjusted basis, this is a pretty attractive fund in the space, isn't it? Well, it is, and that's the point. 
If you're looking for diversification from a taxable standpoint, this is something to consider. Not only that, and again, I know you'll think that I'm, I must have a fever or something for saying this, but a lot of folks, even in tax-exempt accounts, are looking at ways to diversify and grab some yield. And even though there's not an advantage from a tax-exempt status here, it, it's a way to diversify in an area of the market that's not as susceptible to inflation. So not to say that you need to go out and do that. Obviously, you need to research that. You need to talk to your advisor. But it's crazy to think that even tax-exempt or tax-deferred accounts like retirement accounts, uh, you know, 401ks and IRAs, as you're later in life and you're looking for security and diversification as far as income, that this is something to consider. So, you know, with that in mind, they've done a great job here as far as hand-selecting the constituents within this ETF. What's interesting to see is, as we talked about, you know, airports and general obligations and states, the biggest holdings tend to be in hospitals, water and sewer, and turnpikes, bridges, and toll roads. So those areas, as we think about infrastructure, and infrastructure is the word of 2021, Chuck, as so much money is going into infrastructure right now, it doesn't appear that this area of the market is going to be waning anytime soon. Now, here's an interesting one as well, Tom, because we're always talking about whether a fund is a 200-day moving average play. Are we trend following? And frequently, we're talking about stock funds that have been way over their 200-day moving average. This is a fund that went below its 200-day moving average late in September, and it's just back to it and touching it again right now. So is this a trend-following play? Buy this if it gets above or stays above that 200-day moving average? Or because it's a diversifier, you don't care? So I'd look at it this way. Most, most investors who are close to retirement or in retirement have to have some allocation to income. Although we are seeing that the traditional 60-40 is kind of blending into a 70-30 or even an 80-20, and that shift that's going on from that 40 that has been in traditional income is going to alternative areas of the marketplace. I don't think most of those investors and advisors that are managing portfolios for that type of client are timing their fixed income allocations. However, it's important to understand what the underlying trend is doing. I think the big thing here is where do you think in an inflationary world and the potential for rising interest rates, your money is safe and that you can get a decent income? We know inflation really tears away at the real return in fixed income. But in reality, even though it may make sense in the next three years to sell all your bonds that you're not going to hold to maturity and stick them in cash, and at least you're not losing any money, that's something that people are talking about today. They're just not going to do it. They're going to have a certain amount of income, and this is something to consider. It's the Columbia Multi-Sector Municipal Income ETF. Must, not a musty pick. See what I did there? For the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, we'll do this again next week. You crack me up, Chuck. Yes, I do. And I live for that.
The ETF of the week is a joint production of ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yep, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast at MoneyLifeShow.com or on your favorite podcast app. If you want to learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, and you should, well, check out ETFtrends.com. They've got everything you need, and they're on Twitter at ETFtrends. And Tom Lydon, my guest, their chief executive officer, well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday. We'd love it if you would follow us and subscribe along. And if you have a little bit of time, please leave us a review because they really do help. On behalf of Tom Lydon and ETF Trends, I am Chuck Jaffe. Thanks so much for joining us. We will see you again next week. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.